Joe Gloucester, and welcome back to Fishtown Local. I'm Gordon Baird, your host, and we have a wonderful guest, a person who I consider to be a Gloucester angel, and that is none other than Kathy Archer. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Gordon. How are you? All right. You are a denizen supreme of Rocky Deck. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, and we are very interested in talking to you not only about the artistic tenor and goals of the Rocky Neck Association and all the artists on Rocky Neck in general, but more specifically your role in the founding of the Rocky Neck Cultural Center. So what I want to ask you, how did the whole concept arise? What was the very first genesis? Well, I guess... If I think back on it, it's, um, it all comes back to when I had a gallery here when I first came to Rocky Neck and I met Gordon and Judy Gediman. And uh, they were such mentors for me because speaking with them, you realize that this was a place where serious artists gathered. It wasn't just um, a place where trinkets were sold. And um, so... I got very interested because as an artist myself, I was looking for a place to show my work. So I wound up renting some of the space from the residency program, which is um, one of the wonderful programs from the Rocky Neck Art Colony. They have artists uh, come for a month and stay uh, for free so that they can work and and it's a very supportive program and what is your discipline of painting i'm well i have a painting studio in beverly but i don't show that work Mm -hmm. i'm mostly photography so um so anyway i i i opened up my gallery and i realized what a wonderful place it is there's so many international travelers that stop here and people that come every year for their vacation but the space that i had which was wonderful, I could see needed a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And, there, and there really wasn't um, many, there weren't many places left for artists. They were, they were going fast, and yet the price of real estate was going up on Rocky Neck because it's a very desirable place to live, surrounded by the water. Well, you were describing a situation that I remember when we started West End Theater in the mm-hmm. year 2000. I remember Sea Arts approached us, and they were really, they had gotten going, but they weren't, they were in first gear. Mm-hmm. And I remember they would have these board meetings, and they weren't very big board meetings, and they would have it in one of our West End Theater rooms, mm-hmm. uh, which had been the old actual bar of the Halibut Point bar that was oh. in, I'm sorry, the Blackburn Tavern bar, mm-hmm. sorry, that was in the Blackburn building. Uh, and I remember that one of the biggest complaints that I kept hearing at the meeting was, really, it is so hard for emerging artists to get seen. And that in a way, I sat at a meeting, I say, isn't that your, really your number one priority for your members is to allow space to be seen? Well, that's right. And then um, I you know, got interested because I'd been in real estate for many years and my husband owns a real estate company. Mm-hmm. So we... You know, I started looking around and thinking, uh, I, I think this space is going to disappear. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, it was just such prime property, and a lot of it would have to be sold at lower prices yeah. because they oh, were falling down. In fact, right. West Wharf, yeah. which had something <laughs> literally like, fell down, literally <laughs> yes. fell into the water, and I, apparently that was 32 artist spaces oh, lost. Yes. 
Uh. So, um, so we started talking about that, and then we got talking with um, Karen Ristman, mm-hmm. the wonderful president of the Art Colony, and um, oh, that is how she had been positioned to lead the actual, uh, let's say, management team of the effort. She was yes, already she was already the president. Around, yes, uh, yeah. And um, Ruth Mordecai was interested. Mm-hmm. She's still very interested in finding more space. A lot of people were interested, so we went and we took a look at the um, the little church building. That was we, it the Christian Science? It was church, the Christian not Science the Church. Adventist, yeah, right. Christian Science yeah. Church, and which uh, always looks so lonely. I it well, just always looks so lonely to me. It's I such a pretty wanted something building. To there. It's, it's beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. So um, about five months passed after we saw that building because it wasn't on the market. And mm-hmm. one day I drove by and there was a sign in front of it. So I immediately called my husband yeah. and said, move fast. Yeah. And um, so- Because they were probably somewhat, I don't want to say desperate, but what year was this? 2010? I'm, I, I'd have to think back on that yeah. for sure. Probably around- About oh, six eight, years yeah, ago, yeah, maybe yeah. eight years ago, yeah. So um, Steve put it under agreement, thinking that we would hold on to it and and make sure Karen apparently was away at the time uh, on a um, cruise to the Pacific to look at the plastics in the ocean of the oh. three uh, so gyres. So you wanted to get specific, but yes. she was in the Pacific. Yeah. Oh, brother. So, okay. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she came back and we, uh, she was so excited about it. We were all very enthusiastic and we started on a two-year process of um, trying to collect the money to make it happen. And the community, you know, there were some people who didn't feel it was necessary, uh, some people that didn't feel that uh, there was any need mm-hmm. for it, really. Mm-hmm. But now Those that, that it, already had galleries. <laughs> <laughs> well, not necessarily. People in the community that felt like we were already community and we got together at mm-hmm. other things, and why did we need one central mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. to gather? Now, I'm going to interject just because mm-hmm. you're so modest. You said, yes, we figured out a way to raise money over the next couple of years to pay for it. But in the meantime, someone had to ante up the dough. And that is the secret that had been kept for so long. Who were the two angels that had provided the cushion to allow Rocky Neck Cultural Center Group to be able to, which is owned by Rocky Neck Art Colony, isn't it? Yes. Yes, because I remember when I was writing my check because I rented it for my play a couple of times, I had to write it to them, and they Mm -hmm. tore up my check that was written to the Cultural Center. Right. said, no, write the art colony. But there was a great mystery in town. Who were these wonderful people that felt so strongly about the arts community there that they guaranteed the loan until they could get paid back? And through sleuthing, I found out it was none other than my boss's mother at Cape Ann Regional TV. Even though I'm a volunteer, so he's not strictly my boss. But he's the big poobah. It was his mother, Kathy Archer, a.k.a. you. So that's very exciting because you're very modest about that. A lot of people in town think Karen is the one who funded it and who conceived it and who felt the need. And I'm sure she felt these things. But that's why I put my index finger in your direction because I said, no, Kathy is very, very instrumental to this. Um, So since it has started, and when you first started, did you envision it the way, is it just like you envisioned it, as they say? Well, not 
quite, because as I said before, the residency program was always my great love. Right. The idea of, you know, as a as a as someone who could afford to become an artist later in life because I'd had a career, I realized that I couldn't be an artist all my life as I wanted to because it's a very difficult way to make a living. Uh, yeah. It's very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love the idea of a residency program that supports and and nurtures people and gives them a place to stay for free if they mm-hmm. can just get here and provide their food. So since that program was already going, we thought we could save the money for the rent we pay for the residency studio and put that person at the in cultural the center. Oh, yeah. So we thought we could make a little studio downstairs. Downstairs, right. And then still use the upstairs for the art Forget, gallery. Yeah. And so that quickly became um, a passe when we realized that so many people wanted to have shows, but they also mm. wanted to do Tai Chi, and they wanted <sighs> to do yoga, yeah. and they wanted to have music and theater and yeah. It just it those were things that brought more people in, and our vision became one. To, to it was important to bring people from outside of Rocky totally. Neck, and not only that, but when I was a renter, um, here's the combination. Mm-hmm. Here's the key. Yeah. What I like is the trust, the community. It really is a community it cultural is. center, yes. and everyone is so careful. To play the game correctly, mm-hmm. I know I was terrified of <laughs> leaving the lights on, or because it's that's the way it's run. It's right. not like Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. It's not like a seven thousand dollar an hour rental. Right. It's very reasonable, it and is. it really allows a community group like Tai Chi or like Crazy Moon, my show, and uh, it was just fabulous. Oh, we've had weddings. <laughs> really? We've had weddings. Oh. We're so well, it was a church. <laughs> uh, we're so thrilled about that. I mean, the if we could increase the space. We would. Mm-hmm. We have classes. Mm-hmm. I now am the director of the residency program. I took over from Ruth Mordecai, who enlarged it and made it more wonderful over the seven yeah. years that she was there. Did you see Ruth's movie? I did. I did, too. I have some With, artwork in that. I thought you did. I was going to say, <laughs> I like that, too, at the end, where she did the sort of current history of cluster art. She's in, terrific. In four that was also Henry Farini and Susan. Yes. Yes, his wife. Yes. Uh, yeah. And uh, so there are other people that are just so dedicated. The, the energy here mm. is so exciting. Oh, I mean, and the difference in the things that are being shown there. My favorite one, I hate to say it, you're going to kick me, but is still the um, pottery show, the first oh, one that done by Seychelle Williams. Yeah. Or Sorel, sorry, Sorel. It's almost like the word Seychelle, the way she spells it. That's <laughs> our logo there. But the way they built those beautiful shelves yes. into the walls and the place looked like well you, have you ever been to her gallery in uh, I, magnolia they basically moved the cultural center setup to her gallery and installed it it looks just like that beautiful show she does such beautiful work uh, and attracts fabulous attracts, artists yes because her people are just great yeah and her personality is so great for it because that mm. show was a massive undertaking oh, totally i how I, about the wacky husband though uh, <laughs> He's like a carnival barker. I really liked him. They seem so different, but they're both very outgoing in their different ways. They're really tuned yeah. in. There are so many people like that here. It seems to me like a community that has so much more energy than mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. of the places that I've been. It's so It just keeps bringing well, more people in. And that's where the Cultural Center takes these uh, identities uh, 
from time to time. Mm. And then sometimes you'll go in there and it'll be a gorgeous, gorgeous paint show. Absolutely. You know, and uh, like the one that's there now. Yeah. The one that was there now. I mean, I have seen some shows that I thought were better than others, mm -hmm. but I never saw one that I went, eh. And I've been to many galleries where I say, well, I'll, I'll tell you, one big part of that is Marty Swanson. Mm -hmm. Marty That's was right. in charge of our exhibitions, and she's just recently yeah. trying to pull back a little bit. But she has such a, well, we tease her about her nitpicking ability. Well, when I went in with, her my, with my show <laughs> the first time, because I went in twice, we've actually done three shows there, uh, theater shows, musicals, and uh, she didn't know what to make of us. And the hanging committee didn't like the idea of sharing. And <laughs> so, boy, was it. Then she came to the show, uh -huh. and she came up afterwards, gave me a big hug. She was saying, you know, this is great to be using <laughs> the space like this, plus more eyeballs for the show, because the art show's on the walls Absolutely. as we're there. And so we had over our 16 shows, maybe we brought in, I don't know, 30 people at a time. We brought in 400 people or so, or 500, over the 16 times to look at the art. And isn't that what it's all about? Helps exactly. us. Because when you're waiting for a show to start, and I'm not big on programs, and uh, so they're all walking around looking at the art. It's just, this is great. The show starts, they all say. Uh, it gives you so much. It yeah. just keeps giving back. Yes, it and does. And more people, I had one man who was really, he's a good friend and he's wonderful, and he said, you know, I didn't believe it at first. I yeah. didn't think we needed it, yeah. and I didn't think anyone would get behind it. Well, I'm glad it hasn't gotten too big for its own britches. Because I'd hate to I'd hate to lose that, uh, you know, uh, oh, we have a doorkeeper now. Oh, you gotta go get the key, and because mm -hmm. we can't trust all these people. Yeah. I do, there's one thing I love about the place, and I bet almost everyone hates it, and that is, the acoustics. Yeah. When I did my show, solo voice, solo instrument, oh my God, you just sing in the, the, the note hangs up in the ceiling. It was a church uh -huh. and it is just beautiful for solo voice. Problem is you get a band in there mm -hmm. and people start talking and it's like, rah, 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 rah. it's like a big noisy thing, which yeah. is nice for gallery parties. Well, it, it, it really, it, it, we're having that. That's going to be taken care of yeah. because we just recently got another grant. And what will you do? Well, the hope is uh, to soundproof upstairs and down. And, on the floor or um, on the walls on or the, on the ceiling? On the ceiling. Yeah. I don't know the entire yeah. plan. And then also to put in a multimedia system because right now um, when we have an artist show their work in a slideshow, say, yeah. one of our artist teachers, uh, we have to bring Set in up, the, whole, the whole thing. I mean, yeah. even Karen's sound system has to be brought in her exactly. little column. There should be that permanently. So we're hoping something can come down from mm -hmm. the ceiling and project onto the screen at the front, and that will come down from the ceiling. Well, now there is, there are two things that come down from the ceiling now that I also have to comment oh. on. Your own <laughs> private celestial <laughs> solar system. There are two of these windows that are round, uh, what am I trying to say? Colored glass windows, stained glass windows. And then as the sun walks through the day, the whole building becomes a sundial, it's a so big clock. It's and so the beautiful. thing, especially if you're setting up for five hours and you come in and it's over here. And then as you go, and of course it's moving mm. imperceptibly through yeah. the day. And then as you realize, no, no, it's over there on the floor. And there's two of them. Yes. But one of them is a morning one and one is an afternoon one. Yeah, the second one at the front of the building was actually covered and you couldn't see it. Oh, there you go. And then John Mullen 
uh, and his family gave the money to oh, uh, have it exposed yeah. and um, dedicated it to his wife, Connie, oh, who had passed. because you could see it from the inside, but right. not from the... Oh, I see. It was dark no, through the... No, it was actually... We had to cut the ceiling. Oh, really? Change yeah. it. Yeah, because yeah. in year one, I didn't notice that. Yeah. But once I was in there in year three or whatever it was, now you have had at least four years, haven't you? Yes. At least. Yeah. Probably more I like think five. It's five. Yeah. I think it's five. And the changes have oh. been incredible. Oh, yeah. Taking out all of the uh, Mary Baker Eddy Bibles that were all <laughs> wet a, and musty and oh smelly and <laughs> oh. but they're gone and the pews were gone. Oh. We sold a lot of the pews, put the money right that's back right. into the church. Oh, that's great. It's great. Well, I can think of some of the most interesting things. My wife had a book party there, uh-huh. a book release party. I went to a book release party there recently. Mobbed. Anna Solomon. Mobbed yeah, the place. Fabulous. And um, there was, uh, I have been to a wonderful playwriting class mm-hmm. where they showed the One results minute, through uh, 10 minutes, ten, I think they were. Play? Linda, with a Y, Linda Robinson, and uh, she ran the class. But it was so much fun. There was and, so uh, much fun. I did a reading for Gloucester Stage in there where mm-hmm. we read uh, my wife's play that she's written that they were oh, nice wonderful. enough to put into workshop. Yeah, it was fantastic play about a hoarder, something that we all know in our lives from <laughs> relatives. And, um, oh my God, it was a smash. I'm hoping that eventually they might do it at the stage company. But um, in the meantime, I remember doing my play, the stage company head uh, came over to see my show. And he said, oh, I've never been here. Oh, is that And right? I say, he goes, wow, we should really think about doing a black box over here every mm. now and then. Just a one-person, you know, if we had a one-person show and we or a preview or something, you know. That would be wonderful. Oh, can you imagine? But we want to add figure drawing live, figure drawing. And we've had, uh, every year, the residency committee has a, a very well-known artist come yeah. and teach a class, which we do in the basement. But it's still a lack of space. It's mm-hmm. not enough space. I know. Yeah. And... Uh, so that's what I'd love to see, another building somewhere, another space that could... Attached or uh, it adjacent? It could be yeah. anywhere. Because, uh, of course, you have the little lot next door, you know, the yeah, parking. We kind of need strip. that. For, I, I think so. We need that to keep for a too. tent yeah. and if uh, a catering truck has How to pull How about the up. porta-potties? Oh, well. When we did my show the second time, it was in February. And the first the first week was not so bad, 45, 35. The second week was 10. Wow. And I remember we're doing shows. And the bathrooms were being replaced because they were putting in the elevator. Yeah. And so the people had to go out into the porta potty unheated Ooh. in the 10 degrees. Suffice it to say, <laughs> very few customers. <laughs> But my shows, I believe in keeping them reasonable, like an hour and 10 minutes. So mm-hmm. I had it's I just kept everybody <laughs> safe. Well, I just want to say it is great. Did the, have they, um, you don't have to answer this question, but have they made good progress in repaying the? Oh, the that's all done. It's all done. That was oh, all great. done within two years. That that's was what I thought. actually okay. 20 months. Oh, it was very fast. Oh, fantastic. Between. Because they got grants or because they there, raised money in operations? The community was huge. Yes. The community really yeah. donated, and yeah. then we got some grants, but we also got some community money from some CPA. other agile yeah. Yeah. donors. I'm, yeah, because CPA, you couldn't use that to pay off a loan, but mm-hmm. you could use that to, yeah. to work on the So loan. much of the grant money that's come since then has been to fix and repair the building, mm-hmm. but it isn't necessarily money that you can get to buy you, something. You can't. I mean, put it this way. How many people have used the elevator? 
Oh, well, you I know. I hope a lot. Well, not Because you that, know it costs a lot. <laughs> not that many, yeah. but, but you realize the value of it when you see somebody that yeah. comes along and really Needs loves yeah. art. And Plus, it made you compliant. Yeah. So in that sense, it's yeah. even though you're... Well, and plus when I took yeah. my show down in June, I have some six-foot photographs, and they're under glass. And oh, so I put God. them in the elevator to really? move Just, them down. Oh, so fit. it was great yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I think the whole experiment, if you don't mind me calling that, is so Gloucester. It is so it's hard to do that in big cities. Mm. And the way the community came, I like that it has stayed, I don't want to say small, because mm-hmm. I think almost everybody knows about it, but a lot of people have never been there. Right. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. You want more people to come, but the arts community celebrates you and you're on the circuit as they say <laughs> i mean you know you get that last live last weekend you know you go to trident right you go to the geary gallery right. you go to rocky neck cultural center mm-hmm. and then often flat irons uh, flat rocks i'm sorry flat, flat rocks, rocks and then uh the water and yeah the sorrel yeah. place the water and fire place mm-hmm. uh kenny Rioff. um Fire and water, is that what it is? <laughs> oh, well, glass and ice here. I mean, but it's so nice, the circuit. And and, and and literally, you'll see the groups driving around, and you'll say, hey, how you doing? Because you just saw them at the cultural center, and now they're over at Trident. That's and, right. Yeah. And, and the fact that it isn't only about uh, two-dimensional artists. That's it really thrills me that yeah. that we have the Eastern Point Lighthouse uh, Literature House coming yeah. in, bringing their artists, and that brings in the whole community of people that are uh, all about writing in Is all its forms. Is that the forms. Garland House? Uh, no, Joe Eastern Garland? Point Lit House brought oh. Anna Solomon, who, yes. who then moderated the program at Duckworth's, uh, where we did the book club at Duckworth's with dinner and the, oh. read the book, The Hours. So you're not connected to either of the writer's residency houses, either in the no. T.S. Eliot or Joe Garland's house? No. Okay, I thought there was a tie-in. with. That. I no. think it's a tie-in to the Writer's Center. Mm. By the way, the Writer's Center people kind of feel like you're their second home. Well, that's Besides, wonderful. Yeah, that's yeah. a great thing. And, uh, we did When we did our play, we did the uh, a benefit to open both, uh, both of our runs uh, were done with a benefit for the Writer Center, oh, and uh, all your people turned out like crazy. Then when we did the benefit for the you guys the, the other week, then all the writer's people turned out, and yeah. Carolyn Kirk came, and all these people saying, mm. anything for the Cultural Center. Well, so that's, that's great to hear, because yeah. the same thing can happen with the residency program, um, because of hearing about the um, manship residency yeah. program yeah. and the new program through the Cape Ann Museum. We have our artists speak at the Cape Ann Museum and now the Copley Society and the Charles Gallery have gotten together and they have a residency oh, program. That's great. So they're my neighbors. Two years ago. Yeah. Have you ever seen have you ever been to their house and yes, seen I their have. art collection? Oh, well, not their art collection. I told them you should do an Art of Eastern Point show where nothing's for sale. It's just to create traffic because they just opened and mm-hmm. they need to get more consciousness. I mean, he's got Teamy, he's got a million groupies, Ooh. he's got everybody. He's got our current guys, Nesta and Weaver up uh-huh. in Yin But then there's also Jack Haley and there's a bunch of other people who have just great plein air painting collections mm-hmm. that I said, don't just do yours, do all your friends and then do it. <laughs> well, it sounds like this is a great opening to talk about the plein air yeah. show that's, well, that's coming, right. up that's coming up with up. all the artists yeah. 
that are coming. Yeah. Someone's coming from Hawaii. There yeah. are people coming yeah. from everywhere. And the community, once again, steps up, opens up their homes, and allows these that's painters great. to stay with them for yeah. a week. Yeah. That's that's pretty well, generous. these other galleries are great to talk about, back to you. And that is, it's a district mm-hmm. to me. It's mm-hmm. a district on Rocky Neck. It's a district in the center of town. Mm-hmm. And to me, that doesn't create more competition against a gallery. Right. It's for a gallery. Right. People want to go in the Diamond District in New York. You don't just go to the one place. You go and you shop. Right. And that creates more traffic as people come in from the suburbs to go to the Diamond District. Same with you. Mm-hmm. They, you know, especially the Rocky Neck uh, other galleries Yeah. that are kind of different from yours. You know, the well, one down by the restaurants. For all of them. Yeah. There's room yeah. for all of them. Yeah. I'd love to see a lot more conceptual um, and uh, installation art. I'd like to, so I always like to celebrate the marine art and the standard plein air painters that uh, we have so many of. But installation art and sculpture, oh, yeah. and to get yeah. that out in the open, that's yeah. really my goal. I just bought, we just bought a painting at your current show from Deborah. Deborah Mary. Yes. Oh, and wonderful. I, I thought work. it was a Mary, and then I realized, no, this is not. This is her. Yeah, the they did artist. very well in that uh, show. They've sold quite a few pieces everything, already. Because they all had red dots yeah. when we bought it. And then uh, we bought the one right to the right of the stage that was on the top. That beautiful, beautiful one very of Gloucester nice. Harbor. Yeah, very yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. So, well, I am so excited that your vision has filled with air and floated and that you've allowed the community to sort of take over some of, I don't want to say some of the management, but some of what has happened has happened because of the community's reaction to you. And not the way you planned it, but the suddenly these people, these Tai Chi people and idiots like me and people with bands and and shows and coming to you and saying, I mean, even Montserrat, Mm-hmm. Where did they choose to have their their student show and their founder show? Right. A different show, each one. And uh, so it's very impressive, the people who have said, because to me, the number one job of an arts organization is to get its members' work seen. Mm-hmm. Then it's up to the members. Mm-hmm. It's up to the <laughs> painter. Once I'm in there and it's me in the paintings, that's their fault mm-hmm. or their, their benefit. Right. But you give them the feet to put the shoe on. Oh, so well. we will leave it at that. I don't think so, so this is what I call arch support. A good shoe, <laughs> a good shoe. So I am a Kathy Archer supporter. So, <laughs> well, thank you very much. And you know, it is my husband Steve too. So yes, he I, is, but... I, I don't want to take all the credit there. But honestly, the building would be there without. You know, it, it wouldn't be what it is it without all those be people. What it is, yeah, because we I mean, the timing have done that. was just perfect. It was perfect, and even to have a mayor like Carolyn Kirk that you had then, mm-hmm. because it might not have gotten as much support, say, ten years before that, or even today, mm-hmm. because other things are everything taking the money. changes. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. In the whole fishing crisis too. So. Mm. Well, Kathy Archer, you are the best, Thank and you. I look forward to having you back again when we see your next triumph. <laughs> Well, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Gordon. Okay. Thank you, Connor, too, for our engineering and our expertise.